Oh, we have people. What's up, people? <laughs> hey, people. Hey, people. Uh, welcome to episode 24 of the Chopping Block Podcast, mm-hmm. um, which is the audio. Oh, shit. I remember to introduce it yeah. on the... What? Okay. The Chopping Block Podcast is the audio iteration of the two most popular uh, features on our website as soon as we can get our lives together and get that site back going, which are uh, the Chopping Block, our track-by-track review of new releases, and the uh, Credit Check, which is our the most comprehensive uh, listing of album credits that you will find on these here Instawebs mm-hmm. and such. Um, but we're not going to sit here and actually go through and uh, listen to any albums and actually review them track by track for you on today. So instead, my dear friend Sis, aka Scissor215 on these internet streets, and myself, your girl Saint Boogie on these internet streets, we come together once a week and we talk about all of the things that are you know going on in the world. Well, not all the things, but the things that are most pertinent to the world of music creators. Um, a lot of new things. Huh? A lot of the things, not all of them. Not all of them, but a lot of them. And every time we get together, it just feels like there's been so many days between the previous Thursday and the current Thursday. Yeah. So many things, but we're here. Uh, where shall we start? Ah, uh, man. Should we start with <laughs> Juneteenth? Yes, yes, okay. let's start with Juneteenth. So, hey guys, in like 1865... A group of slaves in Texas found out really late on June 19th Super late. that they had actually been free for quite some time. I thought my phone was on Do Not Disturb. Pardon me. Imagine that. Imagine. Imagine the systemic racism of it all. Imagine that it took two years for you to find out that you were free. So this, the Emancipation Proclamation was signed on uh, September 22nd, 1862, and went into effect on January 1st, 1863. And on June 19th of, hold on a second. Oh my God, why is it just not giving me the right? 1865, I, I just wanted to make sure I was right. Yep. On June 19th of 1865, somebody just happened to stumble over to a plantation in Texas and be like, y'all know y'all free, right? Right, right. What y'all still doing here? <laughs> Three years later. Um, so here's my personal history with Juneteenth, right? Mm-hmm. The first time I ever heard about it was in a book. Um, I'm seeing the cover of the book. But I can't think of the name of it. And they mentioned it. But every time that I had read it previously, it was like, it, was, it just said Juneteenth. It never specifically said the 19th. Um, it was always kind of like this. It's not, we're not really sure which day it was or whatever. But I mean, I heard about it for the first time, like maybe, like I said, in a book, mm-hmm. uh, early 2000s. I didn't know anybody who celebrated it. I didn't know anybody who commemorated it or even talked about it or whatever. And this was as somebody who moved to the States and lived in Florida first, then moved to New York. Obviously, people in New York wouldn't necessarily have had a reason maybe to, you know, because people in New York were free. Well, let me tell you something. I grew up in the United States my whole life. Okay. Until... Maybe 2016. Mm. So it's not just you. Okay. Um, 
it was most of us. I said it was funny. I saw Dart Adams tweet the same exact thing. Um, he grew up in Boston. Um, it just was not something that was. First of all, it wasn't taught. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta talk about the fact that Texas is really when we say it's its own world. It is its, its own country. Its own country. Mm-hmm. So it's just a story that did not really leave Texas in a mass scale and on an educational level. So you know, you had a couple people in maybe Oklahoma or Louisiana that knew about it, right. but um, it wasn't in none of my history books. None of my teachers talked about Definitely. it. I mean, people that was going to Africa, like we was talking about all kind of stuff. We were celebrating Kwanzaa, and I knew all the principles of Kwanzaa and all that stuff, but I'd never heard of Juneteenth. Juneteenth. The only person I know who's actually, like, celebrated this her whole life is my best friend who's from Houston. So that kind of makes sense. But everybody else, like I said, like you said, I didn't hear mass conversations about it. I read about it in a book in the early 2000s. I didn't hear mass conversations about it definitely in the last five years. Right. Well, y'all... In case you hadn't noticed, we is in the midst of a revolution. Mm-hmm. It is a real life, actual revolution. Shit done changed. Laws done been passed. Somehow Breonna Taylor got a law, but the people who killed her are still not in jail 96 days still later. Free. Well, y'all, 97 by the time y'all listening to this. Every, day, every damn day, bro. Every damn day I wake up and I ask Google to read me the news and I'm waiting to hear that they've been arrested. Yeah. I just found out that the uh, general, the the attorney general of Kentucky, who is a black man, is a whole ass like super Trump supporter. Like when uh, when Joe Biden went on a Breakfast Club and said that dumb shit that he said on the Breakfast Club, he was like early with the tweet. Ha! I told y'all Trump mm-hmm. loves y'all more than Biden does. So yeah, I added him yesterday and told him that I really need him to get off of his president's dick and go do his job. In any case, we are in the midst of a revolution. Uh, Chokeholds have been banned in a lot of places. Even Agent Orange, a.k.a. the Annoying Orange in Chief, passed an executive order that kind of sort of banned chokeholds and kind of sort of asked for some reforms. But, I mean, stuff is happening, right? Right. And in the midst of all this, people are like, word, Juneteenth. Yeah, okay. So cool. Twitter announced that they were officially, um, their American offices are now officially observing Juneteenth as a, as a, a paid holiday. Mm-hmm. And then the next company that I heard about doing it was uh, Nike. Right. And then now today I see that a whole bunch of labels are doing it and music companies. So Warner Music Group, Sony Music, Spotify, all are now calling Juneteenth a holiday. BMG, ASCAP, paid company holiday for all U.S. Spotify employees. Um, I still want my days to Kwanzaa, though. The playlist will feature all black artists on Friday. See, I don't know how to feel about this. I'm torn. So, okay, I'm, I've made my peace with Juneteenth, right? Because when we, this is one of the reasons why I don't like talking about black issues in certain contexts, because we are forced to, like we're forcing things on each other in an unnatural way, right? And when I say that, I mean, I would love to have been educated on Juneteenth, right? And I still want to be educated on Juneteenth. But 
I was not educated on Juneteenth. I'm about to be a 40-year-old man, and Juneteenth has not existed for the majority of my life. Now, um, because white people feel bad, uh, Juneteenth is now a national holiday. So Not a national holiday just yet. Well, not a national holiday. It, Although, it, it, according it, it, to Pharrell Williams, it is officially a state holiday in Virginia. Like, these are places that, like, fought making MLK Day an official right, holiday. Right, right, right. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if it becomes a national holiday or if this becomes a point of recognition, because that date is very important. It is very important that these were the last black people to know that they were free. I get that, right? Um, but we got some talking to do, like, we got to have these conversations internally before we just decide, like, hey, from now on, because this is a new moment in history, right? So what we're doing is we're sectioning history off. And we're saying everything before this was one thing, and now going forward, this is what it is. And everybody who's black is just supposed to be like, oh, okay, cool. Word up. Juneteenth. Shout out to Juneteenth. So, yeah, um, Pharrell joined the legislation in the state of Virginia to make Juneteenth an official paid holiday. Mm-hmm. And uh, yesterday during a news conference, on, on Tuesday during a news conference, um, they, uh, the, the governor, Ralph Northrum, decided that they were officially making it a holiday. Cool. Um, what I did think was cool was that with Twitter and Square, Jack Dorsey said, you know, hey, that's Emancipation Day in the United States. There are other places in the world that celebrate their emancipation days on different days. Mm-hmm. And we're going to make sure that those employees all over the world also get to celebrate those days. Right. So I thought that was pretty cool. It is. And um, shout out to Jack. Shout out to everybody that's trying to do the right thing. And, you know, I, I appreciate it. Um, it's, you know, it's a moment in time. We just got to make sure that it's consistent and that there's follow up and that everybody's problems are addressed. Man, we got a lot of problems out here. A lot of problems. A lot of subsections of the population are rising up, um, and it's just, hey, Kiko, and uh, you know, we got to make sure that everybody is getting their voices heard. We don't want this to be a thing where it's being glossed over and people's issues are not being addressed. Um, you know, as we've seen with a lot of uh, a lot of the, the, the news lately. So. We'll make sure that everybody's voices are heard, including dogs. Including dogs. Including dogs, because they have a hella needy and wants to be on my lap. (laughs) So you know how big she is. She can't actually fit on my lap. Jesus. Oh shit, I guess she can. You were just a puppy. Yes. Yesterday. Yes, she got super big on me out of nowhere. Yeah, so June see how long this works for her life. So Juneteenth is 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 our thing. So I'm good with it. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it as well. It's just really interesting because we do live in a city where it is celebrated. I know that they've had like a Juneteenth festival in the West End mm-hmm. for a few years. Somebody pointed out yesterday that interestingly enough, it always just happens to rain on June 19th wow. or on that Friday. Um, but, you know, I haven't heard a lot of people talking about it. Oh, no. So in, in Philly, we had a Dune Day festival um, what? for years. We had a, a festival called a Dune Day. It's really big. Um, African festival. I got to check the date on that. I know it got canceled this year. Uh, uh, it's a lot of things going on in Philly right now with the Columbus statue and statue of racist old police chiefs. And, you know, it's just, it's going down out here. It's going right. down. 
So I want us to bring Black August back while we're here. While we're here being hella revolutionary, let's bring back Black August. Why not? Y'all go do some research because I want to. I would give y'all extra details. I didn't. I just made this statement. I wasn't planning on talking to y'all about Black August, so I don't have all my details. But y'all go research it, and if not, I will talk to y'all about it next week. Um. All right. Uh, let's see. The Roots Picnic was supposed to happen May thirty first. Obviously, got canceled because COVID is a more cast bitch. Mm-hmm. Also in Philadelphia. And then they had said they were going to do it on August 1st. Clearly, we won't be there yet on August 1st. My nigga. <laughs> what are you no, doing? we won't be there on August 1st because we opened up all these states and COVID-19 has said, bitch, I told you I wasn't gone. I wasn't done. China talking about a new strain. Georgia talking about some. No, bring us your conventions. Open all the restaurants and the bars. And Georgia's, meanwhile, Georgia's cases are skyrocketing. But Magic City's hiring again, so that's fun. Ladies, you know y'all need a job. Y'all need a little work. Um, but the Roots Crew has now teamed up. Ooh, sis, can you please just get down? I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> this is a lot. Uh, the Roots have now teamed up with Michelle Obama and her organization, When We All Vote, to do a virtual version of the Roots Picnic. Yeah, that's that. going to happen on the 27th, which is next next Saturday. Mm. And so basically when we all vote is, you know, a voter registration initiative that the first lady started. Um, you might have you might remember that that Tuesday or Wednesday after D nice had that big viral moment. Um, he went ahead and did a similar event with with the first lady. And so right. throughout the event, people were texting like they have text banks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, for you to reach out to potential voters. This year, they're trying to register 500,000 eligible voters. Um, and so while they're doing that, they're going to have performances by The Roots, of course. They're going to have uh, Her, Roddy Rich, Lil Baby, SZA, Kirk Franklin, Snow Allegra, Earth Gang, G Herbo, Polo G, D-Nice, and Music Soul Child. And I'm trying to understand how this is happening. Like, if the artists will be in Philly, if everybody will be performing uh, remotely. Y'all, if my dog falls off that chair, please don't nobody call the people on me because I ain't tell her to be up here. I tried to get her down. Anyway, um, and then they're also having like a variety of uh, celebrities pull up with their messages encouraging y'all to vote. So, Lin Manuel Miranda and Chris Paul. Uh, Tom Hanks, Leah, um, I'm sorry, uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, a bunch of people. So that's happening on the 27th. And you can go to weall.vote backslash Roots Picnic. I think that's the link. Have you seen this push for Michelle Obama to be the vice president? I have not. So if you go to Howell Mill, there is a huge billboard where the trap house was mm-hmm. that says make Michelle Obama the vice president. Huge. I mean, like, it's that big-ass billboard where you make the right from the quick trip. Um, you know what I want? I want Biden to pick a vice president that will actually get him in there. I've heard rumors that Joe Biden's plan is to get in there and then, like, resign within a year. Interesting. Um, and just kind of get in. And he said himself that his plan is to get in there 
and kind of usher in a bunch of young progressive people. Mm-hmm. So I want to see uh, Andrew Cuomo in there. I want to mm-hmm. see, you know, a bunch of different people. I don't know that I want to see Michelle Obama as first as a uh, vice president though, and I don't think that she would di- that she would take it. You know who else I don't want to see as vi- vice president? Keisha Lance Bottoms. Clean up your own backyard, says. Um, I don't. I don't even know how she got in that conversation. And that's not to say that I don't think like I. I think Keisha's got enough on her plate, but I just think that it's odd that all of a sudden she was thrust into that conversation when she wasn't a part of it in the first place. In the first place, there right. was a whole bunch of candidates and people who were in it. Yeah, you know, Stacey Abrams, Elizabeth Warren, and you know these other people, Kamala um, Harris, right? Amy Klobuchar, like you had these folks. And then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, hey, that black lady in Atlanta. Right. And I really almost wish that Biden hadn't said that he was going to pick a woman because really he needs to pick Cuomo. I don't know. I'm okay with the woman thing. I just, Listen, I just wish he didn't announce it. I'm with whatever finna get us this White House, okay? Yes, that part too. Which is why I'm with this whole Roots Picnic thing. Look, they're trying to sign up 500,000 people. Um... Uh, Rock the Vote is launching their Democracy Summer 2020 campaign tomorrow or tonight, if you guys are listening to this on Thursday. Um, They're doing a whole concert. Their goal is to sign up 200,000 new voters because apparently there's 4 million kids turning 18 this year that will be eligible to vote for the first time. Mm. Um, I urge you, if you know anybody that was born between December of 98, no, yeah, December of 98 and September, October of 2002. Those are all the people that did not get to vote in the last presidential election because they were not old enough. Get with them, get them registered, make sure that they know how to find out what the hell is on their ballots, make sure they go and vote. Matter of fact, snatch your youngins and three of their homies and Mm. take them with you. Okay? I'm off my soapbox for the day. No, that's a good good soapbox to be on. Um, I think America's... so. I'm going to be honest, like we've had this whole scare thing because Trump won, mm-hmm. right? But a reckoning is coming. Yes. And it's going to be a huge reckoning. Mm-hmm. Enough people are pissed off. See, he's provided us the energy, right? Because that's what you need. You need energy to get people to the polls, right? And that energy could be either positive or negative. He's provided us with enough energy that niggas going to be running to the polls this time. Yes. Running to the polls. I remember going to vote in Pennsylvania in 2016. I'm at the polls. I'm like, where's the party? There was a party in 2012 and 20, you know, 2008. I mean, a, a real party. Like, it was like dead in that joint. Jeezy gave so, y'all a theme song. Exactly. So I, I guarantee this man has given us enough for those folks who stayed at home, wasn't excited, to really get out there and do the job. It's going to be... There was an article that I came across the other day where they asked Republicans that voted for that guy last mm-hmm. time, what was the point in which you realized that he was a nutcase and you couldn't get behind him no more? Mm. I got to find that article. Um, and I urge you guys as American citizens, if the Electoral College tries to hijack the vote again, y'all better turn the fuck up. Please turn the fuck up. Because y'all know that that uh, Hillary Clinton actually won the popular vote. So we got we to gotta fix some things, okay? And I just want to take it back to Obama, right? So what people don't realize is President Obama won 
presidential election in 2008. And then in 2010, we let him down. In 2010, we didn't back him up at the midterms. And then the rest of his presidency was pretty limp, right? right? And the crazy thing is we blame Obama for not having enough progress. But what we don't realize is there's no progress without Congress. Right. So the importance of Congress needs to really, really, really be understated. And also um, the Supreme Court. Yes. So we, we lost the Supreme Court. Uh, we, we're half and half on Congress. We have to smash at the polls. We have to smash up and down the ballot. Mm-hmm. That is the only way that we will be able to change that stupid ass old archaic law that was only put in place to keep black people down. Hi. So, <laughs> and that's the other part too that I was going to say is like definitely vote, uh, definitely know what you're voting for other than president. And definitely stay on these motherfuckers' asses, bro. Make sure they do what they're supposed to be doing. Stay involved. Stay engaged. Like, fuck all this. We all become civically minded on election years only. Fuck that. Mm -hmm. Because I'm here to tell y'all that, like, as flawed as this system may be, if we all really actually, like, if we, if more of us understood how it actually worked, and exercised our rights as citizens, it, y'all will realize that it's really not... I mean, it's imperfect. Like, I don't think there's a single, there's a single um, ideology, political ideology that's not imperfect. Like, I personally, right. I think socialism is probably the one that works the, the best, but that's my personal whatever. Mm-hmm. They all have their drawbacks. Right. You know, Cuba got the best, the best damn medical programs in the world and not much else. Right. Um, well, good, <laughs> good, um, good um, uh, social programs as well, I think, like, you know, in terms of like the arts and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're all flawed, but this system, if we all just, you know, kind of were a little bit more less asleep at the wheel. Anyway, and right. I say all, I ain't even from here. I can't even vote here. But, but, the, fact, whole fucking but mess, the fact so. of the matter is, if a politician doesn't do what you sent them to do, they only have a set amount of time until you can take their ass out of there. Fire their asses. They work so for you. So the problem is we're not firing these fools. We're not. And, they, you know, then we feel disengaged. But if you're not a part of the political process, of course you're not a part of it. Right? right. We can't talk about things are rigged when, when most of us ain't even voting. Right. So get these people up out of here. If they promise you shit and they don't, you know, like we used to, I remember when I grew up, we had at the at the corner, we had the North Philadelphia Community Center. And that mm-hmm. was where all the black politicians would hang out and we'd be in their ass, bro. City council, all that. We knew where their offices were. And if some shit wasn't done, the older folks was going up there and they they would hear about it. And if mm-hmm. they didn't do what we did, then we would get them up out of there. Right. And that's exactly. what needs to be done on a wide scale in America. We have that power. The you problem do. is we way too busy arguing about this not worrying about this, not worrying about that. When it's time to exercise your right, exercise your right. Make your voice heard. That's it. That's it. That's it. Um, before we get back to this music stuff, did you watch Dave Chappelle's special? Because you know we can't call sure it a comedy did. special for real. I did. How'd you feel about it? Um, you know, I saw one of my friends say that he felt bad for Dave Chappelle. 
and I and saw somebody say that too. Maybe we saw the same probably person. the same person. Um, and I kind of agreed with him. And what he was saying was, you know, that was tough to watch. Yeah, it was, it was very probably tough even to more watch. tough to do. Um, and he did it like six times. Right. So, you know, I feel like Dave Chappelle is average guy. You know, I think that's one of his appeals. He's always kept it real, always pretty much said, you know, what a lot Whatever of us are thinking. He wants, for better or for worse. And it just felt like it was, it was torture for him to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, as he was up there, I think it was profound. Um, it was a great performance piece. Um, mm-hmm. Down to the conversation about Eric Garner while taking out a loose cigarette. You know, just the mm, little, the little I didn't even pay attention to that. Um, the the conversation that he sparked. Uh, Dave Chappelle did a really good job with a really shitty situation. You know, yeah. so um, I just wish Dave Chappelle would retire some of the old black stale men jokes about vagina. But I don't think it's just black. No, but he, you know, we're we going to keep it in the context. We, if we, you know, we're going to keep it in the context okay. of the conversation that he was having. But it, it's not just black. It, it's misogyny, which is no color. No, no color on misogyny. Um, because it felt like some of that was just like. Extra. Forced in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I got to. I don't I gotta, think you're that mad at Candace. I got to throw this bit. Well, it could be. He I'm could be, but I mean, like, that was a lot. I'm not mad at her. I mean, I'm, 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 I don't know Candace on, but I'm mad at the idea of Candace on. I'm mad that we even gave somebody who nobody can tell me what her qualifications are. <laughs> what is she even qualified to do? First of all, I what do you even Philly. do? You don't even go here. I grew up, I grew up in Philly. Never heard of her my entire life. I got we friends in all political circles. Never, ever, ever heard of this lady ever until Somebody gave her a platform because, once again, if I jump out here and put on a MAGA hat and I start spouting the Trump ideology, I'll have 100,000 followers tomorrow. Oh, look. And then you silently try try to go back and we'd look at you just like we did at Kanye and be like, nah. Exactly. Because I don't don't have that. I can't say, no, you know, I was just, I was trying to get uh, this black lady out of jail. Right. All of a sudden. Um, Okay. So, we're going to transition to this week's music. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for the last two weeks, we've been talking about protest songs. You wrote a really dope piece on the site and put together a dope playlist of protest music. And for two weeks, niggas been saying, where is J. Cole at? Oh, boy. Well, bitches, J. Cole has entered the chat. J. Cole has entered the chat. Now, here's my thing with Cole. There are several J. Cole songs and put lyrics. Cole, put J. Cole on that, Mikey. Let the people know this is the J. Cole This is the J. In Cole part. <laughs> in which I be listening and I be like, y'all sure? Because are y'all sure? Because I don't think he's as woke as y'all think he is. Like, I just think he's just a regular dude that, you know, still stumbles and says weird shit and does weird shit. And, you know, maybe we shouldn't elevate him as high as we have. Like, there's a lot of random misogynistic lyrics that just get, like, thrown into shit. 
but that's our that's what we do. That's what, what we do. Put people on pedestals. We 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 look for these these people to be these anti heroes, right? And it's generally people that are zealous, that are one way or the other, that are looking for somebody to recruit to speak for them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how J Cole became that guy. Because I've been watching J. Cole's career since mixtapes. Right. So since forums. Like I I know a lot about a lot more about J. Cole than I probably want to know. You know, just you probably know more about J. Cole than I do. But you know, at the at the end of the day, it's nothing wrong with being a regular ass dude, but that's exactly who J. Cole is. That's why I always said J. Cole ain't for me in a lot of instances. There's a lot of J. Cole stuff that I like, but when it comes to, if I was naming top artists and people I would listen to and y'all need to hear this, J. Cole wouldn't be on my list and that's not a, a diss to J. Cole. No. But J. Cole is, is a regular ass dude from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Which is right there, like, I need y'all to understand that he is from North Carolina. Which is the South. And all that that entails. And it, but beyond that, like, I just want y'all to, you know, also just give people latitude to be regular ass people, right. for better or for worse. Like, y'all let this hair and these Where's glasses fool y'all. At? I say problematic shit all the time, and I am a, I am a fan of gender roles, and I kind of, you know, the better parts of patriarchy. Listen, I want a guy to pump my damn gas. <laughs> like I'm, I'm not that I'm not that liberated yet, and right. you know I've been trying all Corona season to get free like the girls and stop wearing bras, and I just can't. So like you know, let me just tell you this: the wokest <laughs> people I know are also some of the fakest people I know. That so part we can have that conversation too. Anybody so, who's out here trying too hard to be some shit. But without that being said, I actually find myself today. Kind of not against J. Cole. And let me tell you what happened. So for those of you who don't know, J. Cole dropped the song called Snow on the Bluff. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't heard the song. I read a piece of the lyrics. Um, the whole thing is kind of like J. Cole addressing some woman on the internet that maybe made him feel dumb and saying, hey, sis, stop making people feel dumb. Why don't you get down here with us and read us some of these remedial books that you're suggesting Because, you know, our syllables are low. That's not exactly what he said. But he did say that he's not as smart as people think he is. And that she's probably way smarter than him. But he don't like the way she's talking down to her. Somehow, you niggas reached all the way back to some shit that No Name said in, like, March. Correlated that to some shit that she tweeted last week. Decided that the shit that she tweeted last week was about Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole specifically, and then decided that this song that J. Cole dropped today was about her. Here's a question. Did she deny it? Did she deny that that tweet was about him and, 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 uh, and Kendrick? Mm-hmm. Well, so here's, I'm trying to find the actual tweet. Oh, there it is. Okay, so, so No Name's actual tweet said, poor black folks all over the country are putting their bodies on the line in protest for our collective safety and y'all favorite top-selling rappers not even willing to put a tweet up. Niggas' whole discographies be about black plight and they know where to be found. That is literally every rapper that's been on the top 20 in the last five years. It is. So, I'm be honest, that can, that's really only a few. 
Okay. That that like when she said niggas whole describe it to be about black plight, that okay. got very that got very small. That depends on that depends on how you define no, no, black no, no, plight. No, no, no. We're talking about the top of the charts and then black plight. Right. That narrowed that shit from here to here. So okay. I, I see first because the first person everybody's gonna think of is Kendrick. That's gonna be number one. He's gonna be number one. Anybody's gonna pick first person up. I thought about was Hove. What has Hove tweeted? But Hove ain't Hove's yeah, see that's not Hove's Hove's shtick is not black plight. What about Nas? Nas ain't a top selling rapper. Oh damn. Okay. So my argument was that many rappers, even if they whether they are glorifying or admonishing black plight, most you, you being rappers, too smart right now though. But see huh? You're being you're being way too like you're absolutely right. But what I'll when say little baby is, raps about not wanting to sell drugs, like that's black plate. But that ain't that ain't what these woke niggas talking about. They don't they don't respect those people for those conversations. They don't respect those people for those bars. They looking for that this is what they want to pimp a butterfly. They don't want good kid Mad City. They want to pimp a butterfly. That's the Kendrick they love. They they, so they want four forty four. Your boy Academics takes the tweet and puts it under pictures of J. Cole and Kendrick. So now that's obviously who it's got to be about. Why is he still allowed to be on Twitter? Why is he still allowed to be a part of this conversation? Why is he still allowed to be? I don't know. A part of this conversation. He's the guy. He's the guy we should have canceled. So then... All of y'all are like, oh my God, J. Cole, respectability politics. Why is he telling this woman how to act and how to behave? The tone police. Why is he being the tone police? And as my boy Mecca said the other day, like y'all need to understand that free speech, um, free speech does not absolve you from people responding to what you said freely. Exactly. And that's the, so she that's can the say thing what that she kills wants. me. Like, yeah, she's, and he can respond however the fuck he wants. However he likes. And it's not, it's not him telling her to be quiet or trying to silence her. Like, no, it's, it's, it's one person saying how they feel and another person saying how they feel. Stop trying to, it's, it's people trying to dig in there and well, you trying to do this and you trying to do that and, do y'all know how many of my DMs on Instagram are me and my homegirl telling people to shut the fuck up about whatever dumb shit that they said on the internet? But they're allowed. Like, no name is allowed to feel however she feels. I personally do not think that she was speaking specifically about those two. I do think she was probably speaking about those two included. But I don't think it was just about them two. I, I mean, I, I can see it being some other artists. Not too many, but I wouldn't just say you two guys. Right, just, that's what I'm saying. I don't think know, it was just them two guys. But she could have been talking about them two guys. I mean, she I don't could have been talking like, about them two guys. No, she's def- she. I will. I will go ahead and say she is talking about them two guys. I do not believe she's only talking about them though. Which I think it's fair for J Cole to do what he did. Like, if somebody's argument doesn't fit yours, stop trying to silence people. That's my problem. Now you got all these people trying to silence J Cole. Well. And he didn't even say anything crazy. I, you know, okay player, okay player put J. Cole diss track. Uh, rappers back, no and name, see, and J. Cole diss this track. part, let me say this. Do y'all not remember, and I say this with so much respect for so many of the people who were at that publication at the time. 
Mm-hmm. But do y'all not remember that Vibe magazine hyped up this whole East Coast, West Coast beef shit? Of course they did. Okay? Like, academics putting those two pictures with that tweet has formed a gang of people's opinions. Mm-hmm. Because y'all not paying attention to how the shit is. So right. in your mind, all you know is that you saw that tweet with those two names. Mm-hmm. Okay? No name has now deleted that damn tweet. Probably because a bunch of annoying people were in her comments. But she said what she said. And a bunch of artists were not saying nothing about nothing. Mm. And she's allowed to feel that way. So then Cole gets up this morning and essentially tweeted the equivalent of that NeNe Leaks I said what I said gif. Yes, he did. He said, follow her. But I said what I said. And... I don't, I think that he said it and he still didn't necessarily say that he was talking about her. Right. And I think that considering the fact that a lot of the conversations happening on the internet around the topic of equality and social justice and all this other stuff are being led by women, it could have been any number of broads. I said broads, harpoon me if you'd like. But we don't know. You know what I mean? Now we're all now now everybody's canceling. So are we canceling Cole? Is that what's happening? I don't know what they know. I'm, I'm not. I'm cold is exactly where he was with me yesterday. Also, um, shout out to Kelvin Wooten um, and S1 on the production on Snow on the Bluff. Kelvin Wooten is a Atlanta-based producer, mm-hmm. and S1 is my brother. I stand it alone. Uh, Grammy Award-winning producer. Um, super dope guy. So good to see those guys super winning. Um, the, the one last thing I'm just going to say um, – you know, I think I don't we even need, know what the song sound like. <laughs> we need to, we, it's a good song. Um, we need to stop uh, finding reasons to try to shut each other up. Yes. Um, and we need to spend more time listening. Now, I'm just going to be completely honest. Uh, men, when you know, it's a lot going on with black women right now, um, specifically, and we need to allow them to say their piece, to vent, to speak, to be heard. We need to support that. Um, We need to be there for them. That is of the utmost importance. Um, There is unequivocally, uh, we need to support black women. And, and, And women, when some of these brothers come to you and say, just like when some of these non black people come to you and say, hey, my bad. I have a question. Don't be so quick to shut people down. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I really think that, you know, like Cole, I think has a valid point at the end of the day. Like bottom line of this conversation, if I said some crazy, sh- not some crazy shit, if I said some really strong shit on the internet and somebody DM'd me and was like, peace, Ty, I like, I mean, maybe it would have been a little bit better or I would have received it a little bit better or why don't you, maybe not why don't you, but could you please X, Y, Z and help me understand what you're saying? I need I need that because well I mean I'm I'm not divested in what celebrities have to say about things I'm not looking for a hero from celebrities so right I'm not to say whatever right but you know but that's that's the problem that's one of the big problems in this whole equation is our need to have these celebrities be put on these pedestals I don't really know who No Name is I mean she's an artist she makes music I'm not really a fan of her music. I'm I know even, she had a book club going around the country. Yeah, she she did have a book club. Now mm-hmm. that that's dope. Like I, I feel like what I gather because I follow her for a little bit and I had to I had to unfollow her. 
But what I what I gathered. Why did was, you unfollow her, sis? I'm gonna get to that. What I felt, okay. what I gathered was, she's a super intelligent young person. She's got a lot of energy and anger, and I mm. remember having that anger. And mm. you know, I, in that anger, I also hear her passion, and I want her to go off. Just I don't want to hear it because I don't like the way she speaks to people. I don't like the way she speaks to her audience. I don't agree with everything that she says. And she's not the only person. I have a bunch of young friends who I think are super dope people and they out here fighting their fight and they're fighting their fight their way, the way this generation fights their fight. And I tell them, go off. But I also know that they're going to grow and realize like, okay, that wasn't it. Right. And I'm, I'm okay with letting them be that way. That, that's cool. There's, I'm not trying to silence anybody. Do your thing, sis. But I understand what Cole was saying. Right. Because I, I felt that way before I even heard a Cole song. That's the vibe she gave me. So if you're giving Cole that vibe, you're giving me that vibe, you're giving a whole bunch of people that vibe. I had an argument with a white fan of hers about the shit she said about white people. That's how much she resonates with people who she shitted on. And that's kind of... <laughs> I have a I have a friend who is not that young who is that way mm-hmm. and a lot of times when she posts things I just be like mm, sis but you know the cringiest y'all know y'all girl y'all girl is a, a card carrying member of the live live and let live yeah like I'm you know I'm True. I'm I'm all here for people because people gotta they gotta grow they gotta learn it's gotta be natural you gotta you gotta run your your race my not race only- and your race ain't the same race. The only race argument I've had in this whole last three weeks was literally with somebody who says some wild shit. And then in the midst, somebody who was a person that I knew from him covering hip hop. So he's a journalist, covered hip hop, white man, says some wild shit. I'm like, clearly I'm misreading this. I go through the comments a little bit. I see more wild shit in the comments. I responded to comments. I unfollow. I've left. Right. I have left because you won't feel how you feel. I'm not going to change your mind. You're a whole ass Republican. So let me just go. Writing about hip hop. Yeah. I didn't know that he was, I did not know that he was right, like this super conservative right. until this whole exchange. So then when I unfollowed him, this man DM'd me five times over the course of 24 hours. To tell me not to hate him. And I'm like, Monica, I don't care. Like, feel how you feel. Oh, he got I'm gonna be over here. That's crazy because people who know when you DM them, I mean, when you unfollow them, are the weakest people out. I don't think he knew that I unfollowed him. I think what it was was it was a com- he made a comment. I respond. He made his comment. You know what? Let's just put it all the fuck out there. As a matter of fact, I'm putting it out there and I'm naming names because he did it to somebody else. This man's name is Philip Hudson. Mm-hmm. Philip Hudson was a journalist for the Atlanta Business Journal. And how I knew him is because he's covered hip-hop artists that I've worked with in the past. Like, for example, when I worked with... Um, with uh, Damn it. Why am I blank- blanking on the name of this event? Of this event? <sighs> damn. It's an Afrobeats festival that we did in the second year that we did it. Akon joined as a, as a, um, as a partner. This guy was the only person that I set up an interview with Akon for. Okay. Akon and Shaka Zulu joined us at part as partners. He's covered him for me. He's covered, 
a gang of people. I've linked him with, like he covered Scarface. I've linked him with people I didn't necessarily even work with, whatever, right? So the day after there were protests here in Atlanta on a Friday, that Saturday I get up and this man posted on Facebook that he commends Atlanta police and the Georgia state troopers for not shooting at the protesters, even in those instances where it would have been warranted. Where, oh, where, Lord God, would it be warranted in these United States of America for, um, for police officers to shoot at innocent people? I don't know. But this is what he said. So when I read that, I was like... Nah, right? Like I must be missing something. There's something else to the conversation that I didn't see, right? <laughs> so I start scrolling and then I see one of his followers say some mo crazy shit, which culminates with if people don't want to get shot, they shouldn't do stupid things. Oh, one of those. That was the owner of Icebox Jewelry in Buckhead. Didn't they bust that up? Right. That's why he was upset. Well, they shouldn't. Huh? I said they should have. They should have busted it up? Yes. I mean, you've made plenty of money off of black people, but, you know, Mm -hmm. if people don't want to get shot, they shouldn't do stupid things. That's when I jumped in and I said, look, these kids are not stupid. They're angry. I said they protested peacefully when Mike Brown was murdered by police officers. They protested peacefully when Philando Castile was murdered by police officers in Minneapolis as well. They're upset. They're angry. These kids have like a lot, like Jesus. I mean, just in the last five years, Tray- Trayvon, like. But if we, even if we just kept it to police, because Trayvon, at the end of the day, was it was some racist shit. Who but was it was in, not an actual police in, officer. Yeah, well, he was involved by the system. So I'm yeah, of course, absolutely. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, let's just keep it just specifically people who have been murdered by police officers, mm-hmm. right? So when I said that, this guy, Phil Hudson, jumps back in and he's like, don't come into this group attacking people because everybody in this group has um, stood up and fought for something they believe in. What I does that mean? What does that I mean? I think a lot of people on that, on that thread were, were ex-military is what he was saying or former police officers. So now I went back and I said, and he said, don't just be about it when there's a hashtag, be about it all the time. I said, number one, I didn't address your whole group. I addressed you all. And you over here calling these kids stupid. Like we haven't seen whole towns get destroyed just off of um, a football game being won. Okay. Kids being stupid. Even if these kids were just being stupid, that does not warrant them getting shot on. And I said, as for you, my only interaction with you has come from when you've covered hip hop artists that I've worked with. So I'm really surprised at your statement, but don't pretend to know me. You don't know when I'm about it or what I'm about. And then that's when I left. Boy, the white tears that were poured into my DMs. I don't want you to hate me for the person that I'm not. Hey, my man, like, we don't even have to have this conversation. You feel how you feel. Be blessed. Then he continues and continues and continues. And so finally I said, look, if you just need me to say that I don't hate you, I don't hate you. Okay. I don't hate you. I am surprised that y'all would say that you and your homeboy have both made money. He had the nerve to call Icebox Jewelry a cornerstone of hip hop. Oh, Okay. A cornerstone of hip hop. Yes. <laughs> wow. Uh, the like I don't remember the last time I heard Icebox 
giving out free food. I don't remember when COVID hit. I don't remember Icebox Jewelry partnering with Gooder to distribute food. No, to, no, no, to, no, no, no. Because hip hop is got is rappers. It's not the culture. It's just the rappers. Oh well, Coach K did chains. that, just and Tig did it. Oh. oh, but he gives them chains. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, cool. That part. Mm-hmm. So when I said, you know, you've made money off of hip hop, then he got really, really mad. Then he went on a whole tirade and he blocked me. So I'm like, cool. I can't even answer you. We're fine. The next morning I get another message. I just wanted to apologize that, uh, you know, I let my ego get the best of me yesterday. And that only happens when I don't listen to Jesus. Oh, not Jesus. Now you have brought Jesus into it and I can't cut on a Sunday and I can't cut you out. Right. So he's like, you know, but I just really, and then he brought it back again. I really just don't want you to hate me for the monster that I'm not. I said, hey man, I do not hate you. I don't he, hate you. Is that what I disagree with what you said. I said, my Facebook feed is really very personal to me. Like y'all know, I tell y'all every week, I don't want to, I don't want to fucking follow y'all on Facebook. Like that's my personal space. So if I see somebody say some shit that I don't agree with, I just leave. I'm not arguing with you, my guy. You're going to feel how you want to feel. I just left. You want me to tell you I don't hate you? I don't hate you. At the same time, you being a super Republican, because, you know, his whole argument was that Democrats don't talk about police uh, police brutality enough. Um, I said, you know, just the fact that you're a Republican lets me know that you have made decisions at the ballot that are against my well-being as a black woman and as an immigrant. And just off of that alone, I'm going to head out. That's when he went off. He went on talking about some, I said hateful things and whatever's going to help me sleep at night. And I want his daddy who was a cop just because he's white and he's a cop. I want his uncle to get shot. Hey man, fuck you, bro. (laughs) Those were literally my last words. But why do they always add the extra? Like we want cops to get shot. Like, what are you talking about? I never said any of that. We just want justice. Cosign was good, bro. And that is why I bring it back to Cole. Cole said what he said, and he woke up this morning and he said, that's what I said. That's what he said. That's it. Just hold your shit, bro. Yeah, big shot. Just hold it. Him, bro. Just hold it. In any case, um, little Baby had a lot of y'all acting a whole donkey and saying all kinds of dumb shit on the internet last Friday. Did you see them? Was, Did you that, see those tweets? No. Best rapper alive. Somebody said Kendrick. Who? Uh, you know, there's a, there's a. I mean, Little Baby's a very popular rapper in this era. No, no, no. These were not people that are like traditionally Little Baby fans, either. Oh. This was based off of the song "The Bigger Picture," right? Which is a really good song. Which is a fire song. Um, not just that it's a good song, but also what it represents for a little baby as who he is, the type of artist that he is, which are not the people that we generally will see speak up about things like this. And when they do, they don't necessarily do it in this authentic and honest of a way. You know, you'll get a lot of like real generic surface level I don't want to say fuck the police because then it seems like I'm talking about YG, but you know, that's the kind of songs that you'll get. But for y'all to jump out here talking about some, he's the best rapper alive. Says say something. That's what they said. I don't know what to say. I mean, you know, to somebody, he is. 
you know, I'm I like Little Baby. I do um, too. I think actually, let me take that back. I like that song. I ain't even gonna say that I I don't dislike him. I just don't really pay that much attention to him. Right, but you know, I like Little Baby. I like his discography. I, I think he's a really good artist for this time period. I'm not going to have conversations about the best ever. You know, I think all that stuff is overblown for an artist who just, you know, has surfaced the last two, three years. So, you know, those things are overblown, but I'm glad he made the song. Yes, this is a great song. And, you know, and I, his, audi- his audience needed a song that spoke to them. The sensationalism of the social media stuff is just, it is what it is. I can go on the street corner right now on MLK and get the real vibe of what's going on out there. You know, we can go to Western Mall, get the real vibe of what's going on out there. We don't necessarily, that's the weird part for me, like having these weird conversations with weirdos that just sit on the internet all day that don't be out here in the street. Like I understand what little baby talking about and the people he talking about and, and you know, cause we live it, we out here, we see it every day. So I don't need somebody on the internet to tell me about it. You know what I'm saying? I just think that's where it's weird. That's where um, rap culture and hip-hop culture and social justice and all this stuff meets forms like Twitter and Instagram. And they just turn into some other weirdo shit. I, I mean, and as much as I hate Facebook sometimes, at least people on Facebook are keeping that shit all the way above. Also, oh, no. This was definitely on Facebook that somebody was, was like it? Kendrick oh. who... And oh, it's somebody well. who, and it's somebody, like, oh man, and the person who it was, so I was like, dude, are you joking? He wasn't joking. Um, I think that somebody should write a think piece, I'm not going to be the one to do it, about our addiction to superlatives right now. That's that something good. can't just be good. No, it and has, to be, it has, it has to be, has to be the, be best, the thing best thing ever, right. and I will fight you about it. Yeah, we don't we don't even give things time to breathe. And that's why things are so microwave these days, because we just set them up to fail. Right. Like it's just like, oh my God, this is oh my God. It's like, bro, do you expect to die in the next five seconds? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, this is the best thing ever. Come on, family. You can't have that type of energy. Music has always been here. It's it's a long history of music. Oh yeah, Lil Baby's the greatest rapper ever. Like, why are we even having that conversation? That's weird. It's weird. It's, it's weird for, uh, for Lil Baby to even have it. I be laughing still when people say best rapper alive like Big Daddy Kane and Rakim are dead. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. I mean, Jay-Z's still doing fine. So. I mean, but, you know, like, they bring Hove into the conversation. They, you know, but it's... Hove is the conversation. <laughs> because you need accolades to even get in that conversation. That's like talking about the best running back ever, you know, and you're not talking about, you're talking about a cat who just had one season. Mm. Well, we can't talk about Herschel Walker anymore. I don't know what position he played, but I know we can't talk about him anymore. What Herschel Walker do? Oh, man. Herschel Walker jumped out about of his MAGA shit. Okay, but I mean, if you know anything about Herschel Walker, that's not a surprise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about Herschel Walker other than Rick Ross put him in a song. <laughs> You know, I mean, I know the name. That's all I got. All right. Um, let me see. Elsewhere on the protest songs, T Pain came out with Get Up. Mm-hmm. The Baby and Roddy Rich did a Black Lives Matter remix of Rockstar, and I don't know how I feel. Um, 
so the baby was saying some pretty real shit in the in the verse. Um, I I don't know. The beat was a little bit too happy for me. <laughs> I don't know, like you know, just the overall vibe wasn't somber. You know what I'm saying? Like I felt like the music didn't match the tone. Okay. Because um, the baby just has this thing, like he his flow and just his beat. It's always the same. It's very much like he's like the he's like the the new version of Jadakiss. You know, like Jadakiss, you knew his style, you knew the type of beat he would be on. He's not changing his flow. Mm-hmm. The beat gonna be the same beat. You know what I'm saying? Like it just is what it is. Right. So that's him. He's got Jetson made on the beat, and his flow is always gonna be that same flow. So even when he's talking about police brutality and you know how he feel about it in his life, it just sounds like the mother songs. So which which to me begs the question. If they both gave us new verses, why not just make a new song? Because they wanted to popularize a, a song that was already out. I, I I get it, but like I just said, I you know I, I fuck with the I fuck with the song. It's a good song, but it could have been a better song if it actually matched the tone. You know, like it was just something that they did. I just feel like there are going to be songs that That's come out. That's what I was getting at. It felt like something that they just did. Right, that's and that's, I, that's, that, that's when I when I said I don't know how I feel about it. That's really kind of exactly. What I was getting at. Now, on the other hand, you had so did you hear the uh, the RMR and uh, Young Thug remix of Rascal? Listen to what you just said. Of course, I didn't. The Black Lives Matter edition. <laughs> no. Darren, did we get that? I hope we I hope we got that. Uh, no, so, I didn't even yeah, know that was a thing. So that dropped yesterday at three thirty, um, in the afternoon. Uh, Ebro and a bunch of other. Um, outlets popped it off. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. This audio. I was waiting when you said Ebro. I was waiting to see what word was coming after that. Go ahead. <laughs> Ebro and a bunch of other, you know, complex and, and all of, you know, the I know. usual suspects um, mm-hmm. put it out. And um, yeah, you know, Thug did his thing talking about police brutality. Um, RMR came with a fresh verse, I believe. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of people using their platforms to speak on things. And, sure. I, you know, if, if it's moving your audience, and once again, that's the same audience as Lil Baby. You know, if, if, it's, moving the, if it's moving the people, um, then keep doing it. By all means. So we, we compiled a list for y'all out there on iStandardProducers.com. We got a list right now of um, songs in the struggle. Uh, you know, what's going on, Black Lives Matter theme songs. Uh, police brutality, all that stuff. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a good amount of them coming out. I just, you know, from a creative standpoint, when you do something creatively, it just can't, like, I just can't rap on any beat. And I can't rap about a party on a, a beat with minor chords. You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't match. And I feel right. like if you're going to do it, then do it. Like, I felt like Meek did it. Like the Meek song, yeah. It, it, I mean, Meek the vibe, was yeah, the Meek, tone, the intensity. But at the same time, in the defense of all these other artists, Meek did what Meek does, and it just happened to fit this current situation. It is. That's you fact. know what I mean? Because that song, there's that song exists with different lyrical content on every Meek Mill album. But Meek also has, but but the thing is, Meek also has a different gear. You know what I'm saying? So once again, like unlike the Jadakiss. Where whether it's Y or whether whatever, you're going to kind of get the same Jadakiss. 
yeah. Meek has different gears. So when Meek does a house party song or, you know, something else, right. it's got a completely different vibe. That so. makes sense. That makes sense. Um, damn, I was just about to say, oh, I forgot we can't, we canceled Meek too. We can't talk about him. We did? I'm not, I didn't cancel Meek. <laughs> yeah. I don't cancel anybody uh, except R. Kelly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Robert, Robert but, Kelly is way to fuck cancel. But um, they canceled Meek because he basically jumped on the whole B. Simone cancel train. Who is that? Who is she? I really wish that I Why had an answer I for you. Why should I care about I really wish that I had a concise answer for you. She is, from what I've gathered... What did she a, do? I think she started out as one of those people that just did funny videos on IG. Oh. I won't even say IG comedian. Somebody called her an IG comedian. I won't even go that far. I'll say somebody who started there and it was able to parlay that into other opportunities. I think she was a, a co-host on somebody radio show somewhere and then was able to land a book deal and then jumped out the window last week. She was doing an interview with, um, with uh, Nick Cannon, I think it was, in which she misarticulated something that actually kind of made sense. She said that she can't date a guy with a regular nine to five job because her career being unconventional, it can cause issues as a woman with an unconditional, unconventional career that has very strange hours and keeps me around a bunch of dudes. I could tell you that that's a real thing. But it was the way she said it. And she said it in that very millennial, internet-y, uh-uh, I need me a hustler. da 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 Okay, so, yeah, one of my homegirls went live today and was having a conversation about, she's a stylist, she was having a conversation about lifestyle. And I agreed with that. Um, you know. I think a lot of people were just mad at her tone, more so than they were mad at what she said, number one. Number two, a lot of people were like, sis, you just got here. Like, you haven't been in this unconventional space long enough. Um, discuss that. But then there were also plenty of broads, plenty of women, plenty of young ladies around her age range who were hyping it up. Like, yeah, girl. Da, 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 because, da, da. That, because, you know, it's a whole subculture of people who aspire to live that lifestyle. The right. whole Instagram, you know. Rise and grind Twitter is real. Right. So. And I'm here to tell you that there are male members of Rise and Grind Twitter all over these dating websites and their profiles be real. Like, swipe left real quick. Um, in the midst of, <laughs> in the midst of people kind of coming at her for making that statement, because Twitter always has time, but particularly has time during Corona season, it came out that she apparently plagiarized seven other content creators um, for the content of her book. So is that what me came at her about? That's what me came at her about. And people okay. like, but you literally were just calling Drake out for the same thing. So how are you defending her? Wait, what? I'm confused. Basically, she um she plagiarized other people. Got it. And me came out in defense of her. And then people were like, but when Drake did it, you weren't okay with it. And then Meek went back and was like, oh, I didn't really know what she did. I just. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people know what she did. Because I don't it think a lot of people know who she is. There's also well, yeah, but I mean, you know, once a couple of people start talking about somebody, then we instantly all pretend like we know this person. And 
I've seen a yeah. lot of people just like very much the conversation's been, who is she? Why do we care? I don't, yeah, I'm just, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. All of us don't sit on Instagram all day and watch comedians. I have a few I watch, but you know, I mean, us expecting them to be like some kind of stand-up people, you know, shout to her. She ought to get in the coins, whatever, but plagiarizing ain't cool. So, you know, you get sued and then keep it moving. That's it. That's it. That's all life is. Like, everything don't have to be a a damnation. Whole thing. Yes. (laughs) So we do have some music that's not protest music this week. Actually, no, before we move on to that, so Buddy dropped a second black song. A second one. Yes. Um, And then that was when I realized that the first black song was Buddy's song. Mm -hmm. I really feel like when the song came out, I looked it up. Um, but you know, we're more familiar with that video of the, of like the group of black girls that were, you know, like dancing to it or whatever that kind of circulated on the internet last year. Then we are with, I don't know that I've ever seen the actual video for that song. Um, and so I feel like black two came out and it's a little bit different of a vibe to it, but it's still just the same kind of poignant, poignant content. But I don't think that it make any, that it made any noise. Did you hear anything about it? No, I did not. But it's really good. Like, it's definitely not the same vibe as the other one. Um, but, you know, um, I'm trying to find the line that he had in there that really got to me. Everybody want to be black, but no, nobody want to be a nigga was the end of the, le- of, of the lyric. I mean, of the, of the hook. Mm. But, you know, it kind of came out kind of quietly, but it's out there. I missed uh, I missed my favorite Guap Dad had a new song. Oh, did he? A little scammer that could featuring Denzel Curry. <laughs> I love Guap Dad so much. Guap Dad, don't ever do anything and get canceled. I don't know what happened this week. I feel like I missed this whole week. Like it's just been so much. I miss Keanu today with this dear Mr. President. There is a new artist who I saw some people who I know that were involved with. Um, she's a new artist on Rostrum. Um, and she just dropped, well, she's dropping a song actually tomorrow that I'm kind of excited about just off of what the song is about. And um, in the the video clip that was released with it, because the clip is just a bunch of women in like in a family, but kit cooking. Um, her name is, hold on. Her name is Natalie Lauren Sims or Natalie Sims. I'm trying to see which one she, no, she goes by all three names and, or Natalie Lauren is what she goes by, I guess. And the name of the song is back to love. So that comes out tomorrow on Rostrum records. Y'all should check that out. Um, if you go to her IG, which is Natalie, Natalie Lauren Sims, Sims with one M, uh, you can hear the little clip that I heard and hopefully you'll be as excited about it as I was. Um, CeeLo back. CeeLo's back? I didn't see him was getting ready to drop an album, didn't he? Because CeeLo been real heavy and consistent this year. Although although none of the songs have really made the type of noise I would like them to see. The last I one I heard like was that churchy type vibe. I'm pulling up his Wikipedia to see if there's anything, his discography to see if there's anything about a new album coming out. There's but been he quite dropped- a few. Did you hear? So, um... A bunch of Tiana Taylor dropped something. No, we're getting there. We're getting to see. Do you ever look at this list when I make this list? TT, no. Even looking at it. You don't even be looking at it. 
I can't even. I don't even know. I'm so sad. I usually do. Huh? I usually do. What month is this? June. This is June. <laughs> God, I don't know. Hey, Joe Smart, how you doing, man? Um. So yeah, CeeLo got a new joint out called um, "People Watching." And I'm still trying to pull up his thing to see Tyga and well Usher dropped the song um, that's I guess part of the Songland show on NBC, which is is that the same songwriter joint that um that what's her name is on Esther Dean or she's on a different one? He's on the NBC one, I think. Songland's um, on NBC. Songland, too. yeah, it's Songland. Yep, okay. Songland. Yep. So Usher has a song that he released that was a Songland exclusive. It's oh, called really? California featuring Tyga. I feel like Usher's reaching. California featuring Tyga. I feel like Usher's trying really, really hard, which makes me sad because I don't think Usher should have to try really, really hard. I gotta listen. Uh, I, I might. I probably feel the way you feel, but I don't know. Also, also, I don't know if there's a place for Usher anymore. I think that there is because there are women my age who don't want to listen to Chris Brown. Yeah, but who are we listening to? Who are we listening to? Y'all want Usher to make what Usher made before. We want Usher to make music for people our age, yeah. Which is not songs with Tiger. Artists don't want it. I mean, so let me give you the artistic point of view, right? Artists want to grow. They want to explore. They want to try things. They want to be creative. And fans want them in a box. Oh no, no, no! I'm not saying I want him to make what he made 20 years ago. No. I'm saying I want him to make music with his core. So the thing, the thing I think that a lot of young artists struggle with a lot of times is not being able to grow up with their audience or somehow getting lost in the shuffle when they grow, right? Usher did that. Usher went from being really, really young. He went from, you know, Usher came out with like my freshman sophomore year of college and i was with him through whenever climax came out how many years ago was that like maybe four or five yeah climax wasn't that long ago actually i'll take that back i heard you know what let me not say that he did it he has a song that's out with um what's her face with lma that's recent that's really good i just don't know why we need tiger on 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 a nestor song but why not? No, no. I mean, Tiger's not young. <laughs> no, Tiger's he's not. not a kid. He just dates young girls. Well, yeah. I mean, I just, you know, as, like I said, from an artist's perspective, fans pick their favorite version of an artist. And that that's, that's a struggle that the artist has because the artist feels like they have to deliver a certain thing to their audience. It's a, it's a very shitty position to be in as an artist anyway tiana taylor dropped an out dropped a video interestingly enough dropped it on the one year anniversary of the day that i found out that iman shumpert was even rapping because i did not know until may or june of last year um when he did uh r&b uh live in the park here in atlanta shouts to shanti Daz and her partner marlon uh, I forget Marlon's last name, but I really hate that we can't go to that concert series this year. So anyway, he was there last year rapping. I was, um, whatever's right under pleasantly surprised. 
Slightly. Like, I was like, oh, shit, I need to go listen to more of his music. But I was like, oh, all right, cool. Oh, that was cool. Yeah, right. Not, not, not so much I'm going to go out and find all his music, but that was, that didn't this suck. This wasn't bad. This was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. That did not suck. Cool. That did not, not suck. That exactly it. I was like, this did not suck. So anyway, she dropped a new song. It's called Wake Up Love. He raps on that. I was really not mad at his verse on there at all. And then at the end, they revert, they revealed that she was pregnant, which apparently her daughter outed her on an IG Live video. I thought we knew it already. I didn't know. I don't be, I don't be on the internet like I how felt, y'all be on the internet. I felt like I saw that on something. Yeah, because apparently, because it all happened last week. Like it was not like it's not like it's been been out or whatever. Right, right. Um, and then today or yesterday, she dropped the track list for that album, and I am very excited. I am very very excited about this Tiana Taylor album. It's called the album. Um, it's twenty three twenty three tracks. So for me to tell you that I'm excited about a twenty three track album, because mm, you know how I feel. 23? 23, 23, 23. I blame Kanye because she felt constricted by that last project. It was like, I need more tracks. Oh, oh speaking of which, <laughs> I forgot to tweet the other day that this is the two-year anniversary of that Good Music Summer, and the only reason why I knew that is because uh, the internet reminded me that it was the two-year anniversary of the Everything is Love and album. nobody's talking about any of that stuff. Yeah, that's true. You know what's crazy? People were talking <laughs> yeah, they're about not how, even talking about the Carter's album either. I was going to say, people were talking about how that um, <laughs> Push T album was the greatest album ever. I don't hear anybody talking about that album. No one. But you know what they still talking about? Drake songs from back then. What Drake song dropped two years ago? Nice for what? Was that two years ago? That was. 2018? Oh, Drake had a good year. Especially on the singles. God's Plan. Was that 2018? That video was amazing. I mean, I I still listen to the Carter's album that y'all wanted to act like it wasn't great. Just like I still listen to Magna Carta Holy Grail. A lot of people still listen to the Carter's album. People don't talk about the project, but there are songs on that joint that I'm pretty sure people are still listening to. Um, so Tiana Taylor's album. 23 songs. It's is five sections. I don't know. Huh? Is she still on good music? I don't know either. That's a good question. But Big Sean is on the project. Let me look. Let me look that up real quick. So Wait. it's twenty three songs. There's five sections. Each is an album. So it's I mean, each is a studio. So Studio A, Studio L, Studio B. So it all spells out album. And what really had me excited is the list of features. Lauren Hill, Missy Elliott, Erica Badu, Rick Ross, Quavo, Kalani, Future, David O, Big Sean, and um, King Combs. I don't want to say it like that. Like anybody's not excited about Christian, Christian rapping. Because <laughs> I am excited about Little Diddy rapping. Shout out to Christian, man. Little Diddy. Um, and Junie's on the album, too. I thought that was cute. When I was list- reading the list before, I missed Future and Quavo. I was excited with just everybody else that's on there. So, uh, yeah, that comes out Friday. Yeah, I, you know, I've, I've, been, I've been pretty happy with oh, cause she's all of the music she's put out in the last couple of years. So, I'm, I'm okay with it. Wait, wait. <laughs> what happened? Who are you laughing at? I just saw something funny. Um, oh. But, yeah. Uh, so, um. I just want to ask the audience, you guys out there in TV land, and if you're on the IG, you can you can answer this at any time. Uh, if any of y'all heard that uh, the the Nicki Minaj song with that um, the <laughs> colorful guy, 
Um, if you heard it, that's trolls, I think. If you heard it, yeah, that's what it's in the comments, trolls. tell us what you think of it because I'm not listening to it. So. I heard just enough of it to know that it sounds just like the other song they did together. Which I barely listened to. And I only know that because like it was on a um on a billboard news brief that I listened to in the mornings. So and yes, uh the album is being released on Good Music and Def Jam. Okay, cool. Hey, Kanye left him alone. Thank you, Kanye. Is Push still on Good Music? Because he just launched the label. He launched the label? Yeah, Push T just launched a new label. Okay, well, he's still the president of Good Music, ain't he? I, this is what I'm asking you. Last I checked, he didn't, he didn't resign. I've that's seen any, any resignations. <laughs> I mean, that's dope, yeah, he you know. He launched a new label, though. What was it called? I'm trying to find it. Hold on, it better be which is horrible because I know I know his uh. It better be something Yo, listen. His son's name. His son's middle name is Briggs. <laughs> and at first, it didn't click for me because, like, it's his middle name and it's B R I X X. Um, but yeah, Nigel Briggs Thornton. Shout out to the Thornton family. Shout out to the Thornton family. I was like, well, shit, if he is nothing, if not consistent, <laughs> baby, <Yeah>. baby bricks. <laughs> Yo, because I saw the name. It took me like a smooth, like eight hours before it clicked. I was like, wait, <laughs> this nigga. <laughs> oh, sorry. That was very entertaining to me. Okay. Ooh. Um, oh, before we get to the other albums that are dropping this Friday, did you see these changes uh, with the Grammy? No, I haven't. Oh, the um, uh, uh, Push's label is called Air, Air, Airwave, but like air, like gotcha. air to the throne. Okay. Airwave. Okay, so the Grammys have made some changes to some of their categories. They've also made some changes to... Um, uh, to some of the what it takes to qualify for certain categories. What I found interesting is that one of the things that, that they did is they took urban out. Okay, yeah, I did. Of see like that. urban yeah. contemporary. But they added urban to one of the Latin categories. So Latin pop, best Latin pop is now best Latin pop or urban. What? Yes. Oh, boy. um. So, best rap song collaboration. Hold on a second. Wait, wait. I was I was right at it. Okay. So, uh, best urban contemporary album is now best progressive R and B album. Um, best rap song performance is now best melodic rap performance, and they have like a whole breakdown so that you can distinguish between a best melodic rap and an R and B song. Uh, Latin pop. Okay, so they used to have a Latin pop, Latin rock, urban, or alternative. So, so we're talking categories. about for the Grammys, right? Because Latin, because there's, there's still the Latin Grammys, right? Separate Latin Grammys. Yes. Is there a Latin Grammys? I thought it was Billboard there is Awards. A Latin Grammys. No, oh, there's, there's Latin but this Grammys. is this is just for the regular regular Grammys. So why don't we so have they, the Grammys? They had two categories, which was Latin pop and Latin rock, urban, or alternative. Now it is Latin. Hold on. 
best Latin pop or urban is one category, and then best Latin rock or alternative is a separate category, which kind of makes sense. So you can win a Grammy and then a Latin Grammy. That's not fair. I mean, you can win a BT Awards and then a BT Hip Hop Awards. Stop. 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 <laughs> Why are you dissing BT like that? Stop. Because BT ain't been BT since. Hmm. They also made changes to uh, the musical theater category and the best new artist. They changed the eligibility. So now, before you had to have minimum release eligibility, so you had to have five singles or one album out to be considered best new artist. And you could not have had more than 30 singles or three albums. Now there is no longer a maximum number of releases for best new artists. Oh, so anybody could be a best new artist. Screening committees will determine whether the artist had attained a breakthrough or prominence prior to the eligibility year. Listen, the only thing the Grammys need to talk about is what they going to do about making sure that more black people get recognition and all they did actually no, they did address that also. They did address that also. Um, and I'm not seeing it on this particular article, but, uh, let me try to see if I can find it. They did definitely address that as well. Um, that they are changing, I'm trying to be more inclusive of who is involved in the voting committee. Mm -hmm. They did also for all of you folks out there who are making music, Check the Grammy requirements and become a member. Also, I want to shout out S1, who is now the governor of Texas as pertains to the Grammys. And my homie Frankie, whose last name I won't even try to pronounce, Frankie works at um, at uh, Amazon Music, and he is now the governor for Washington State. Nice. Nice. Shouts to Frankie. Frankie was also one of the people that spearheaded Amazon did this whole big thing behind um, Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month, which was last month. And they did like this big concert. We talked about it because Guap Dad was involved. And we were trying to figure out why. Well, uh, was, you didn't know he was uh, he's half Asian? No, I had no clue. You know, he's, he's um, uh, Pinoy. Listen, I don't question Guap Dad. I just accept that he is here and we have been gifted. He delivers to me all of the promise that go- that, that base guys should have been. Yes, he does. That is yeah. who he is. He is what little B was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But yes, he is. He's not only Filipino, he was actually raised in a Filipino household. He talks about it. Oh, dope. I, yeah, I definitely didn't know that. Um, even though you said it, we do still have to kind of touch on the BT Awards, which are happening on June 28th. Um, they didn't cancel it this year because this is the 20th uh, BT Awards, and it's also the 40th anniversary of BT the network. So how is this happening? Um, I think it's happening in a, in a theater with no people, with no audience. Wow. I think that's how it's happening. Amanda okay. Seals is hosting. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? You did. You did. I was trying not to. Amanda Seals is hosting. Drake has six nominations, including two categories where he's nominated twice because uh, No Guidance is nominated for Best Collaboration and also for People's Choice. And then Life is Good is also nominated in those two categories. Um, Let me see. Earth Gang is nominated for Best Rap Groups. Shouts to them. Uh, Album of the Year nominations. Cause I Love You by Lizzo, Fever by Meg Thee Stallion, Homecoming, the live album, I Used to Know Her by Her, 
Kirk by the baby. Yeah, I'm done. I'm not even watching. Please excuse me for being antisocial by Roddy Rich. Those are the, uh, the nominations for album of the year. 2019. Oh. Lizzo's album still qualifies? Didn't we do that last year? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Where's she been at? Twerk, not twerking. Oh, getting into um, uh, she was cussing out people because apparently, uh, what's the new Snapchat? I sound like a whole. But she's from right Minnesota, now. isn't she? No, she's from Houston. Lizzo. Lizzo is from Houston, Texas. I'm pretty sure she's got a connection to Minnesota, she, Minneapolis. It's, it's possible, but she's from Houston because there there was a whole thing about her and Prince. I'm looking it up now. But now the only thing I've heard about her recently was that she was getting into people's asses because she was born <laughs> in Detroit and then she moved to Houston. She was getting on people on um what please tell me the name of that new app that the kids are on that's not Snapchat. The new app? Yeah. I mean it's not that new anymore. You know exactly what I'm talking about. The one where they I to be doing all the challenges it. and shit. TikTok. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Okay, so she began a recording career in Minneapolis. Okay. Um, I'm just wondering why she's not being. We talking about artists. Uh, first of all, I'm wondering where she's been with the music. I mean, maybe summer. maybe that's who No Name was really talking about. Maybe. Um, the only thing I heard about her recently was that apparently TikTok had taken to using her name as like a diss, and so she responded to that. Um, okay. I think. Sorry, I asked about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah, BT Awards, they have a BT Her category. Um, they, you know, of course, they have the international category. I'm going to go through and listen to all the artists that are on that because um, they definitely be ahead of time. And this year, it's not all um, all African artists. So that's pretty cool. Um, we have Friends of the Room who are nominated for Best Collaboration because Hire by uh, Khaled, Nipsey Hussle, and John Legend is up there. Hey. So shouts to Kevin Cossum and shouts to Street Runner. Um, what else? Uh, oh, Meg is nominated for best category, best uh, collaboration, but it's for Hot Girl Summer. <laughs> yeah, so it was even weird. It's weird, like seeing Fever up there, because I'm just like y'all just wanted to put Meg in there for something. And don't get me wrong, she's done some dope shit, but Fever was really good. I just don't know about album of the year. So let's talk about best group: Chloe and Halle, City Girls, Earth Gang, Jack Boys, Migos. And Griselda. Is Griselda a group? It's not. It's a label. That's what I thought. <laughs> I wasn't Griselda, sure. Griselda's not a group. I was it's like, a label. Uh... It's a record label. They are three separate artists hey who make songs together. It's I not Wu-Tang. I don't think that's how it works. No. I don't think that's how it works. But, you know, BET makes their own shit up, so whatever. So, yeah, um, it's a lot of categories. There's a Best Female Artist, but there's also a BT Her Award. Shout out to BT. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah. Uh, so that's happening on the 28th. And like I said, I don't know exactly. I still don't. No, they did release it like a couple weeks ago, how they were going to do it. Um. I'm really still like just stuck on the uh, Amanda Seals part. Yeah. <laughs> so, <let's> okay. <laughs> Wait, I'm just I'm just looking up how how they're doing it this year. 
I'm just trying to like I'm pulling up the article on BT. Um, I know it doesn't specifically say. Oh, it's just go. the one thing that I do know is that it is being simulcast on all Viacom stations, and for the first time ever, that includes CBS. So you don't actually need cable to watch BT Awards this year. That matters to somebody. Me, I'm somebody. I don't have BT. You know what? I, so soccer started back today in the UK. Soccer and, started back like a week, like two weeks oh, ago. Oh, didn't oh, it? No, different oh, country. Um, soccer started in Germany a couple couple weeks ago. Um, and in Spain last week, right? And in Spain this past weekend and in the UK today where okay. every team's players wore a kit that had Black Lives Matter where the name was. Yes. And it's going to be that way for the rest of the season. And that's a big look. They all kneeled um, before the match mm-hmm. in solidarity with Colin Kaepernick and a lot of things that have been going on in the black community because it's not just the United States. This is a worldwide movement. I need y'all to understand how fucking big this thing has gotten. Mm-hmm. In all of these countries, they are doing this. In Germany, in Spain, you know, all these places. So, mm-hmm. pretty big deal. I also need me one of those jerseys. I, I started to question it, and then I remembered that they do have a very, very, like, zero-tolerance policy on, like, fans doing dumb racist shit. Oh, that's a big if the thing. fans do it, that they, you know, the team gets penalized and all this so other stuff. That, that's the reason why I've seen a soccer match before with no fans. Because yeah. Because fans have, you know, racially abused a player and their punishment was, y'all not allowed to come back. Right. <laughs> like, like, don't show up. Fuck your team. Hey, NFL, look, it's a thing that can actually happen. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, it's almost Friday. Yay. Um, two more Fridays left in the month of June. Uh, did we talk about Buju? No, I talked about it on my show. Buju's album has a title and a release date. Um, it's called Upside Down 2020. Um, it comes out on the 26th. And there's only th- three features on there. John Legend, Steph Landon, and Pharrell. Okay, so we heard the John Legend joint. I feel like we heard at least two of those. Um, no, I think we just heard John Legend. We heard another song on the air, and then he okay. just released a new single called "Blessed." I'm, I'm just, just, I'm deciding that that's how he that that's how he pronounces it. Is "Blessed." We heard "Trust." And then Steppa was the first joint that he dropped where, remember, Khaled was doing the Steppa dance. <laughs> I love Khaled so I hope much. he has a video with the Steph London track. Yes, because we can always look at Steph London a little bit more. Um, all right, this Friday, um, Black Eyed Peas are dropping a project. It's Translation. called Translation. Okay. Are you excited? I haven't, been, like, I haven't been excited about the Black Eyed Peas since never. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was wrong. I take that back. Years and years and years ago when they were like still breakdancing. Okay. And don't get me wrong. I've liked Black Eyed Peas songs. Songs, yes. But yes. Excited? No. As an avid uh, Just Dance-er... Yeah. I'm a fan also. Um, Justine Sky dropped an album today. Today? Yeah. 
She did. Bear with me. Bear with me. I saw a post of her singing some song when she was sitting in the desert somewhere and Timbaland was sitting at his house in, the, in his little dungeon of a studio mm-hmm. playing the beat. Um, but I didn't realize she was dropping a project. I'm excited because I like her. Uh, so yeah, Black Eyed Peas this Friday. Um, Jason Mraz this Friday. Um, I'm going to skip my OG Bob Dylan. Oh shit, my bad. I didn't even see him on there. I'm sorry. Bob Dylan, Rough and Rowdy Ways. Bob Dylan was one of those people that I feel really bad every time his name comes up, but I'd be like, shit, he's still alive? <laughs> right. <laughs> no shade. No, but man, he's been around for a minute. Bob's been around for a minute. Uh, Todrick Hall is dropping a project with his problematic self. Mm-hmm. And also hosting, uh, HBO is doing like a series of events for Pride starting tomorrow and running through the 28th. And he's doing a show, and uh, Janelle Monae is actually going to close that out. Happy Pride, y'all. As you can see, I got my Pride gear on today. Shout out to all my folks. Um, I, don't, themselves. I don't have any Pride gear, but I just really want to remind y'all that when we say Black Lives Matter, that we also mean Black trans lives and Black queer lives. And you can't and hate you, for some of us and not all of us. And when you, when you add those hashtags, make sure you add people like Tony McDade, who was Murdered by a police officer as well. Yeah. Um, who else here? Smoke Perp is dropping a project that I'm going to listen to just because it's called Florida JIT. Florida JIT. What word is more Florida than JIT? Than JIT. That just we makes know. me happy. The word JIT makes me happy. Oh, we got Paraguay checking in. Paraguay? Paraguay. <laughs> That's what's up. Thank you for listening, Paraguay. Um, and T Grizzly. I didn't even know T Grizzly was still a thing, but lo and behold, here he is with the project dropping. Well, he dropped a really cool uh, song that's on our playlist. It's on our our Black Lives Matter uh, playlist. Yes, so I remember that because we out. talked about it. Did you? Did you? Did we talk about John Legend? I feel like I read his name and I may not have said it because I don't. I'm sorry. Oh, versus. No. 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 They're back. No. And it's John Legend versus Alicia Keys. It's going to be a dueling pianos. Oh, wait, we already established I'm not their audience. Dueling pianos. (laughs) John Legend versus Alicia Keys. I was like, oh, Oh, wait, she married the Swiss. He was going to let her do whatever she wanted anyway. (laughs) My bad. Girl, go ahead, girl. Mm-mm. Go ahead. Yeah, so that's what's coming out this week. Um, oh, I, got, I can't forget. I stand alumni Pierre Bourne's coming out with the life of Pierre. Volume Deluxe. four. Mm-hmm. Deluxe um, I'm gonna head over to Double XL because we always talk about the albums, but we never talk about the um, the mixtapes and EP. Sometimes we miss some of those. Mixtapes still happen. Exciting. Yeah, what I, do feel you like, mean? Uh, I feel like mixtapes is just a reason for people to not pay producers these days. Oh, don't say that. <sighs> yeah, so chance. <clears throat> oh man, we calling people out. Oh, good. So CeeLo is CeeLo is dropping something. That's no, dope. that's just new music. Shout out to Bounce Gang. I see y'all. Uh, chance definitely called out um, J Cole, so we gonna call Chance out real quick. <sighs> Shouts to 12 Studios where we had the ability to add sound effects to our shit. He will be back there soon, hopefully. 
just when I found my Toro horn sound effect. I'm just scrolling to um, where the uh, the releases are uh, for this week. Uh, Skyzoo dropped some shit. Uh, Skyzoo is dropping, excuse me, an EP okay. on Friday called, called Milestone. Uh, who else? Kiera oh, Love. I feel like I should know her. Did we talk about A Boogie? Oh, that's just Artist Artist 2.0 Deluxe. Is yeah, it's Friday. Deluxe version, yeah. Uh, Rollo's dropping a project. Max B, Max B EP is coming out this month. I don't Another know, one? Hey. It's called Charlie. I don't think it dropped yet. It's like his fourth one. <laughs> he just, Max B, Max B been dropping them. Max B just wants y'all to know. And this, this CeeLo album that we keep seeing the, the singles from is called CeeLo Green is Thomas Calloway, and that's coming out next Friday. Yes, that's coming out on 26th. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, that's it. I think that's everything we had to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Was there something else? Was there anything else? Y'all still and doing the pull-up? We are. Yes, we will be pulling up on Saturday. So join us Saturday 5 on all Bounce Gang and our standard socials. Come hang out. And, you know, if you guys like be wanting to find out what's going on in the world of entertainment and you're tired of all your blogs just reporting the same three stories, the same three including stories. some that are just really not accurate, like that whole... That whole, uh, um, uh, what is his name? Why am I blanking on this man's name from Tennessee? They used to be signed a G unit. Oh, uh, are we talking? It's right there. Young something. I'm looking at his face and everything in my head. But anyway, if you're tired of only finding the same three news stories on your favorite rap outlets, I do a little news brief on social media and YouTube where I, you know, go back and find you some other stories that you might've missed from the day before. So you can go to my IG and click on my little IGTV thing and find it there. Or you can look uh, for yesterday's news, the hashtag, and that'll pull up my stuff as well. That's what I'll be doing when I'm not doing this. All right. And uh, he is at scissor 215 on all social media platforms. And my pronouns are he and him. And she is at Saint Boogie on everything. Except and I am not a black woman. I am not a person of color. I am a black woman. She is not a POC. I am not a POC, a B-I-P-O-C. I am a black woman. But POCs do exist. I am a West Indian woman. And then when I'm standing in a room with a whole bunch of other black people, we are black people. When my Latino homies jump in the room and my Asian homies jump in and you want to call us people of color, that's cool. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. on. We can't do that because Latinos could be black. Okay, when my non-black Latinos jump in. We're going to say it. Let's be specific. That's cool. That's the problem. The problem is. She's just going to be mad loud because your bowl is empty? Listen, people. we We need to stop simplifying everything. Culture, not color. Okay, but I mean, culture. those are not those are not mutually exclusive. As a black person from a different culture, I can tell you that those that. are not mutually exclusive. But everybody don't know that, which is yeah. which is why you are the perfect example to tell folks because you are a black person who's not from the states, but black people in America need to understand because the child don't own black. We we don't, but we also think we also need to understand like we lack the conversation about our actual culture and our differences but ty is absolutely right what's up curtis king shout out to my guy in the building 
So yeah, um, this has been episode twenty-four of the Chop Block. I just had, Five. I just got thugged by the damn dog to give her my water because she was just <laughs> thumping her bowl. Anyway, shout out, shout out to Anatomy Man, our uh, producer. Shout to Anatomy out in the comments, man. We appreciate y'all tuning in with us. Oh, and the the show we forgot to do that part. The show is at the Chop block podcast no the chop block pod if i knew the show is at the chop block pod on all social media platforms except for ig where it is at chop block pod follow 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 interact 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 and the platform is at iStandard and we will be back next thursday lord willing keep washing your fucking hands and covering your mouths please it is not gone it's still out here power to the people power to the people